This is the Lindsay Talks Tech Podcast, and on today's episode, we're talking all about the biggest tech mistake to avoid in your business. Welcome to Lindsay Talks Tech, a podcast about using tech to simplify, systematize, and automate your business so you can save hours each week. I'm your host, Lindsay Allison, tech and system specialist and VA mentor for female entrepreneurs just like you. I hope to inspire you and show you that you don't have to do it alone. I'll be here with you every week sharing my best tips and advice for creating a beautiful, thriving, and automated business and holding nothing back. So go grab your cup of tea and let's dive into today's episode. Have you ever talked to a coach or a service provider or even read a blog post or listened to a podcast episode like this one where someone is telling you that in order to be successful, you need to use a certain tool? usually the tool they use and usually one that pays them a hefty commission? I am sure you have. I know this because I have clients coming to me all the time saying they need to use a certain tool or software in their business. And don't get me wrong, sometimes the recommendation is 100% valid. But the biggest tech mistake a person can make in their business is to blindly follow the recommendations of someone else or just try and copy someone else's tech stack. When you do this, you aren't considering your business goals or the tech capabilities that your business truly needs. I see clients overpaying for the tech tools and software all the time. They are paying for platforms and features that they don't really need, Or maybe they are using a tool that doesn't have all the features they need, but their coach or VA doesn't know anything else and says the setup works for them. And don't get me started when a service provider insists you get a tool that is so techy that you essentially need to keep them on forever just to work it. None of these places are right for your business. You either end up paying too much in time or money. And I am a firm believer that there is no one right tech tool or tech stack out there. I have my favorites, of course, and I frequently recommend them because I believe in them. But I don't believe that they are the be all end all and that they are the only options for successful businesses. I always like to assess my client's business to decide which tool will be right for them, even if it isn't necessarily my favorite tool and even if I'm not an affiliate for it because the decision isn't about me, it is about them and their business. So rather than me telling you what tools you should use, I want to share with you what you need to consider when choosing your own tech stack. So the first thing you need to consider is think of your budget. There is no need to go broke with tools, especially when you are just starting out. And this is the trap I see so many people getting into. The the newbies just starting out, they see something or a coach tells them to go get a tool and that it'll solve all their needs when really it's strategy, not like the tool that creates a successful business The tech tool is there to be the tool that helps facilitate a strategy, but it's not the reason for the successful business. So sometimes you definitely need to invest and a free version or free way of doing things won't always make sense. But if you need to go that route for a little, that is 100% okay. 
you need a tool that's going to support your goals and your wallet. Otherwise, you are going to be stressing out so much and it is going to affect the quality of your work. The second thing you need to consider is to pick tools with the end in mind, not just for a quick fix. When choosing tools, ideally you will choose tools that can grow with you and where you want your business to go because switching tools isn't always easy. For example, I see so many people choosing MailChimp as their email provider when they first start out. It's free, they say, you know, I'm just gonna get started here. But MailChimp just doesn't work like an email marketing tool should, in my opinion. I will say that I do believe it's pretty decent if you are e-commerce and like are using or are using WooCommerce or something like that. But that really isn't my area of specialty. And for the things I typically work in, which are more sales funnels for online courses and digital products and stuff like that, it has not been a great solution. So like if you are creating more complicated funnels and need more tagging and automations, this, this is the big area where it really fails for me, like just the tagging and the list. It really isn't the best platform, even though it's free. There are so many other options from free to low cost to get started with. So really think about the tool. Some tools, like say a contract tool, isn't as big of a deal when just starting out as say something like your website platform or email marketing systems, because those ones are a bit more of a hassle to migrate later. If you're using a free tool for some of your contracts right now, like say you're using sign now, I don't know if that's free. Um, I think Dropbox sign has, you can do a few free ones and then you decide to move to a tool like Dubsado. Um, that's less of an issue as migrating like email marketing platforms or starting on a Wix website and then going to WordPress. It's a whole other ball game there. The third thing you need to think about is you need to make sure it integrates with your current tools. This is a big one. You most likely need your tools to talk to each other in some form. So for example, I use Thrivecart as my checkout, ActiveCampaign as my email marketing tool, and MemberVault as my course hosting tool. These integrate pretty flawlessly together. I have no need for an outside tool like Zapier. But some tools might not natively integrate and you could use something like Zapier to connect them. But that's gonna result in an extra cost and extra places where things can break. So that's just something to keep in mind. And this is not at all talking down on Zapier or like those connection tools because you can do some amazing things with them because not all tools are going to connect and sometimes that is the best solution but it's just something to think about you're also going to need to make sure though that if you don't have tools that natively connect that a tool like zapier actually can call both of them in and that what you need to do is doable based on triggers and action so yeah just something to think about so i might get a little like side eye or slack for saying this, but the fourth thing you need to think about is don't just choose a tool based on a deal. Lifetime deals or big discounts are always floating around. And I will be honest, I have taken up some pretty killer deals and some pretty terrible deals. Um, I snagged the lifetime deal of Heartbeat, which is what I use for my membership community for the Break Into Tech Club. And I honestly think it's a good buy. I'm not sure if I'm going to stick with it because I think more people prefer Facebook, but 
I am still playing around and it has so much possibility. And I think that one was a good buy for me. But you need to do your research because just because the deal seems irresistible doesn't mean it is once you dig into like the details. It could be too good to be true. I remember when I used to work at an agency, the owner was looking for ways to cut costs because we were using monday.com as a project management tool, which I am not a fan of at all, uh, but it was buggy and it was just expensive. And that's really why she was looking to switch. So she decided to buy a lifetime deal of a tool. I can't even remember the name of it that basically was promoting itself as an all-in-one solution for project management and CRM. So like customer relationship management for like, invoicing and contracts in addition to project management, I knew like from her one, just saying that, that it wasn't going to be a good fit, but five minutes of digging into it, I just knew it wasn't going to work. So money was wasted. Time was wasted trying and like testing and seeing, is there a way to make it work? You know, sure. She didn't spend too much money on it, but it just wasn't a good, you know, good decision. And I think she tried a few solutions before she finally took me up on my recommendation. And since I was in the agency, I really knew what the agency needed and what would work well. Um, But so that was like time and money and all that stuff wasted. So research, 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 especially when you see an incredible like lifetime deal going around. There's even like jokes going around now being like how many AppSumo and I love AppSumo don't get me wrong that is where I tend to get my lifetime deals but how many AppSumo deals have you bought that you actually use like how many have you bought versus how many do you use and those tend to be like impulse buys or I've had a client who was looking for a webinar platform and I mean I can understand looking for a more cost-effective webinar platform because that can be expensive when it's not like the major running force in 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 your business um she tends to only do webinars when she's launching as of right now it's not like she is doing them every week or something that is resulting in you know thousands of sales each week so it just being a little bit more cost conscious makes you know makes more sense doesn't matter how much money you have you don't want to be throwing money away right and so we were looking at AppSumo for some deals because she said people have recommended them and I started looking and you know looking at it at first I'm like oh like I don't know $97 and then I was digging in and I'm like oh well that's only for up to 50 attendees and or 50 registrants and she gets more than that and we're like digging in and i was looking at the costs and the limitations and so you just need to research 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 before you just choose based on a deal the next one that i want to talk about is don't just choose the popular tool this one is really hard because everyone else like just because everyone else is using a tool doesn't mean that it will work for your business. You will start to see in like groups that that you were in, especially if they all follow the same person and they're starting to take some tool recommendations, which again, I'm not saying it's always bad, um, but just because it's working for you or sorry, it's working for other people and does not mean that it's going to work for you and your business. So I see people all the time asking for tool recommendations on Facebook. They'll be like active campaign or convert kit. Sam cart or thrive cart, 
click up or Asana, and I see people just putting in their favorite tool or the tool they use with no context around it, no context around it, right? See, I've actually used all of those tools, so I could give a very detailed answer based on the person's business and solution. So when I do chime in, though, I like to go in with pros and cons of each along with who each tool is right for, because just because something is popular doesn't mean it fits the needs of your business. Now, let's talk about not being afraid to change tools as you grow. And this is my my last tip when it comes to talking about your tech stack. And it's because like you are going to be doing your due diligence when you're choosing tools and choosing your tech stack, or at least you should, because you want tools that are going to grow with you. But that doesn't mean that they are going to stay the answer forever. So don't be afraid to change tools. If your business outgrows what you are using, um, your tools really are going to change. It's a natural part of business. And just remember the driving force needs to be based upon your business goals and the features you need in your business. These tips should help you decide the tech stack that is right for you and your business. If you are interested though, in learning the tools you need to get started and grow in your online business, along with my recommendations, I do have an amazing freebie for you. With the Online Entrepreneur's Digital Toolkit, you can discover some of my favorite tools that can help you in your business. In this guide, you'll learn the 10 different tool categories you most likely need in your business, why each tool category is important, and tool options in each category, including my favorite tools, like in each category. So they're going to be tools that I have used and have experienced in, and then I'll show you which ones are my personal favorites to give you a starting point. But again, I want you to revisit these tips in this episode before you decide on anything for yourself. But you can snag that guide by going to lindsayallison.com slash digital toolkit, all one word. And you can find the complete show notes over at lindsayallison.com slash episode dash five. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today on the Lindsay Talks Tech podcast. I am so very grateful that you are here. And I hope that this podcast is an inspiring and educational break from what I'm sure is a super busy day. It means the world to me. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to share it on social media and tag me in it or personally share it with somebody you know could benefit from it. Also, if you are loving this podcast, be sure to let me know by subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. That's it for this episode. Be sure to keep an eye out for new episodes every Wednesday. See you next time.